Hello and welcome to Heart Yoga Radio. We're sitting in our yoga room, warm and cosy, with the uh, the the wind battering the windows and the rain lashing outside, and this uh, the wonderful Welsh experience that we are having at the moment. It was only one day last week, though, so that was quite special. <laughs> anyway. Mm. We are happily moving on to the second episode in our Changsu series. I hope you've uh, heard the first one. Quite enjoying it so far. So, as we did last time, we're going to uh, read the passage that we've chosen and then have a talk about it. So, would you like to like to do that, Doctor Yates? Yes, I, I would. Um, so, following on from the first episode in which we discussed and hopefully elucidated uh, non-action, non-doing as sometimes called wu-wei which is the technical term in general, we described that in a general fashion and uh, this week I'm just going to give an example because Chang Tzu does the very interesting thing of talking about wu-wei in, in, in this general slightly abstract kind of a way uh, uh, and uh, discusses it as as the essence of meditation itself uh, but also uh, a theme that we, we'd wanted to draw out was the actual practical application in just everyday affairs everyday activity in creativity in fact really or the application of skill and there are quite a few examples in the Chang Tzu of, of, of just this, this practical application of Wu Wei. And I'll probably over the, over the weeks that we do this series, I, I certainly will pick out a, a, another few examples of this. But this this is a really famous one, actually. It's one that I've used on numerous occasions when uh, doing uh, yoga training with people. Anyway, it's called Cutting Up an Ox. Prince Wen Hui's cook was cutting up an ox. Out went a hand, down went a shoulder, he planted a foot, he pressed with a knee, the ox fell apart with a whisper. The bright cleaver murmured like a gentle wind, rhythm, timing, like a sacred dance, like ancient harmonies. Good work, the princess exclaimed. Your method is faultless. Method, said the cook, laying aside his cleaver. What I follow is Tao, beyond all methods. When I first began to cut up oxen, I would see before me the, the whole ox all in one mass. After three years, I no longer saw this mass. I saw the distinctions. But now I see nothing with my eyes. My whole being apprehends. My senses are idle. The spirit free to work without plan, following, following its own instinct, guided by natural line, by the secret opening, the hidden space. My cleaver finds its own way. I cut through no joint, chop no bone. A good cook needs a, prop, a new chopper once a year. He cuts. A poor cook needs a new one every month. He hacks. I have used this same cleaver 19 years. It has cut up a thousand oxen. Its edge is as keen as if newly sharpened. There are spaces in the joints. The blade is thin and keen. When this thinness finds that space, there is all the room you need. It goes like a breeze. Hence, I have this cleaver 19 years, as if newly sharpened. True, there are sometimes tough joints, 
I feel them coming. I slow down. I watch closely. Hold back. Barely move the blade. And... Whoomp! The part falls away. Landing like a clod of earth. Then I withdraw the blade. I stand still. And let the joy of the work sink in. I clean the blade. And I put it away. Prince, one who he said, This is it! My cook has shown me how I ought to live my own life. Well, this story really resonates with me, although it is obviously bad news for the ox. Sorry to all vegetarians and vegans who mm. are uh, listening to this. But uh, that's how we told it. Um, this It's called Wu Wei, isn't it? Yeah. This Wu Wei kind of living and, and moving through life is uh, when when you do allow yourself to drop into that, it is uh, it is really great, I must say. Yeah. Well, the, 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 this this passage is certainly a recommendation to a, a, a relaxed way of being, a way of being that's not agitated by too much striving but at the same time that 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 sort of distancing of oneself from striving and trying very hard and achievement is often construed as being some kind of like laissez-faire you know just we're just kind of we're just just lazy I mean what the fuck why bother as a kind of scenario that non-doing actually means just like Lying in a in a sort of crumpled heap, you know, but but blubbering and, and waiting for somebody to bring you a cup of soup. So it's not that obviously, and and I think why Chang Tzu picks out these practical applications, which are very which are in some senses a, a kind of humble, these humble tasks, you know, like the candlestick maker and the the uh, the, the butcher, and. Uh, and so on. Only it is to make is to make the point that the earth is the base, that the basic tasks of life are the base of life. You know, that life life is on the earth and it is of the earth and it's very, very earthy. And this 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 is one of the the things that I believe Chang Tzu wants to bring out, in contrast to the incredibly ethereal and um, poetic uh, loftiness, you might say, of, of the dare and, and 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 the the way in which the, the dare is conceived. Over and against that, with all its abstraction and and rarefied nature, coming right down to earth, and butchering up an ox or carving a piece of wood, and these tasks, and this this Wu Wei method. Uh, is in some senses it's right at the it's right at the heart of of, of what you could just loosely call Far Eastern culture, you know. Right the way back from this time, hundreds of years before the Common Era, up, up to now, it informs the creativity, the arts, and this is uh, calligraphy, brush painting potting and, and, and so forth are, uh, are improvisational in, in this kind of way. Now what we've got here actually is, is, is just the application of, of, a, of a very great skill but it, and you notice he explains the skill over, over years it accrued. After three years he was he was starting to notice the parts you know like this, the, there's the leg and there's the thing and so we go in at the joint but as he said Eventually, with the familiarity when he's cooked, when he's done this thousands of times, that that it's, he doesn't even see it anymore. It's just uh, it's, it's it's all completely gone. It's all, all all of the work's been delegated to the AI at the back of his brain. Yeah, the Dow, in other words, right. And this is partly due to repetition, 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 but it's also to do with the fact that. Uh, 
that the approach is incredibly relaxed. It's not goal orientated. It's very, very much established right in the 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 isness of the of the moment and the isness of the doing. And notice he talks about rhythm and flow and timing. And this is this is how it works. You know, it's a it's it's, it's a recognition that's that skill skill has to has to become habituated through through just repetition so there is there's there is a discipline side to this you know but at the same time there's the realization that striving actually subverts your effort to get better at a particular thing and there comes a point when you can just do it you just do it you pick your guitar up and your fingers are doing it and you're thinking what am i doing i didn't know i could do that it's, and and it, it is uncanny and as, as you as you're up to it, it's a fantastic uh, and I'll say yoga teaching at his best is like that, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, as I say, it can be applied to anything creative or in any 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 sort of complex skill, of, 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 you know, that requires a very high degree of skill, like this cutting up of the ox. So it, it applies to tasks, uh, quite mundane tasks, which nevertheless require subtle subtlety and finesse and, and grow very great skill. But also, that's creativity itself. And it's in the opening uh, that's created by abandoning strain and over much effort, over much effort, and 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 the clamorous inner state whilst trying to create that that uh, this that the that Wu Wei is able to operate. But Wu Wei is able to operate th through somebody, through an artist or a musician, an improviser, you know, or a yeah, yeah, teacher. I mean, of course, the best teaching is very improvisational. It's like its frame, its framework, but it's improvisational and it's, it's open. Wu Wei is kind of, a, it, it's an openness, isn't it? And it's an openness brought about by, as I say, just sink, sinking in, in into the, the isness, the actual full lived experience of doing whatever it is that you're doing and it produces miraculous results I have to say and there's a lot to recommend it and of course it's all very very contrary to the cultural values that, that we have you know that, that have grown up post so-called European Enlightenment in, in the West which are very very goal-oriented, profit-oriented, you know, striving, and all, all, all of this is, all of this fra fra fractures consciousness by giving most of its energy over to the future, to the goal, to the realisation of the goal, so there's this hurtling forward towards the realisation of the goal, but in that kind of, that f fracturing of, of, of consciousness, that the, uh, the openness of the Wu, the Wu Wei is lost because what the Wu Wei requires is being very, very, very present to the task at hand <coughs> and the materials at hand that that are um, you know, implicated in the task, whatever it might be. The paint, the ink, the guitar strings, whatever it might be. Yeah. And of course, it's all it's all not application. It's the meditation itself, as we explained last week when Lao Tzu, uh, when Chang Tzu um, gave us this very general description of, of the non-doing, the non-action, the Wu Wei. And we realise that it is it is it is in in availing yourself of that of that of that that, that property of being human that one is one is actually not meditating. And so he's showing us how meditation's present in all kinds of areas of life, which are not like this formal meditation cushion. You know, in 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 the doing of your daily tasks. In, 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 and again, particularly in the application of skill and the application of, of creativity. So it, it it's a way. It is a way. Even though, like he said, it's it's a method beyond all methods.
and 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 so so subtle and so profound that that it, 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 it in a sense it can't be practiced, but we can avail ourselves of it. Yeah. Even though, again, you could say there is this practice side of it, in as much as the the the, the prince prince uh, when who is cook, you know, did after did after sort of practice cutting up boxes for three, four, five years before. The one day he's doing it, and he suddenly realises he's he's not there. It's it's happening. It's happening out of the intelligence of the universe. And the cleaver now is exactly the the grain of the ox. She's Do you think you can practice that woo way when um, you you really don't know what you're doing, and you and you think, oh, I'm going to mess this up if I do this, or I'm going to I'm going to mm. do that, and uh, and you're just really really unsure about what the right right way to go is. You think you can still. Being the, the 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 being of Wu Wei then yeah yeah there's no there is there isn't a the thing about the Dewey is there is no there's nowhere where it isn't there's no departure from it so even your your fuck ups in a sense are like the the Dewey you know it's like <laughs> it's a very forgiving uh, idea and that's what throws people um, So if you but mess up and you like mm. burn the dinner or something, you can yeah. say, "Hey, look, burnt dinner. I, this is the Tao. This is the Dewish dinner. This, this is the, the Dewish dinner." dinner. <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, another point and a related point, which I'm glad you kind of drew my attention to, it, is, is is that in in, in playing Wu Wei creatively in a to, to, to a creative, t or even just wanting to create something, wanting to give birth to something. Wanted to make something just for the sake of making something. To say something. You don't even know what it wants to say. Or even if it wants to say anything. If it just wants to be. But, you know, that, that's just like an amazing impulse that human beings, some of us at least, experience, you know. And in art, and I'll use the term very broadly, I mean music, I mean using words, I mean images and colours and all the rest of it. But in art, understood generally like that, it's often very, very useful just to be open to to the accidental. And of course, in in the twentieth century, the surrealists in in West Western artists uh, deliberately started encouraging accidental effects in order to see where it would lead. And this is art as inquiry and adventure. So as you set out on the open sea, set sail on the open sea, there's the terror of the blank canvas, and you make a mark. Anymore, maybe you put the paint in a plastic bag and throw it up the canvas, like some of the surrealist might have done, or abstract expressionists, you know, or like Salvador Dali, make 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 a grenade out of etching plates welded together, stuff it with gunpowder and nails and explode it, <laughs> yeah. then flatten out the plates, going off in the desert there, go and collect the plates and flatten them out, and then print. Use use all the scarification and the pop marks from the nails and the burn marks from the explosive print use it as an etching plate which is what it is and make the print and then fill in the things that you see that your imagination sees there the crucifixion on the horizon you know four wild dogs eating a banana is it just any whatever whatever your imagination I used to do quite a lot of art like that. So it becomes yeah. like a, wa a way in the accidental, the accidental. So we invite the accidents. Yeah. You know, I mean, and there's a, there's a story of a famous Dewist painter, and these guys are all, are, uh, are always Dewist. It's 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 the Dow, you know, or okay, they're Zenists. They might be Zenists, but Zenists are just kind of like urbane Dewists, really. You know, you can see where all this stuff comes from. And this particular painter, his, his, his piece of entertainment was to, um, was it, 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 you know, he had the Chinese pigtail, right? It was, to dip, it was to dip it in a bucket of ink, you know, to put his head in the ink and get his hair all, and then just, like, shake his head all over, over on a big piece of silk up the wall. And then he just put a few finishing touches, and people would stand there gasping. They'd say, like, there were, like, mountains and forests and waterfalls appearing and rivers and swirling mist and a little boat on the sea over there and some little men walking up the mountain. And he just did it by putting his head in a bucket of ink. It's just that invitation of... This is, this is the real braggadocio of Wu, of Wu Wei, and if someone's so confident in it, they'll just put their head in a bucket of ink and Flash the hair up the canvas, and a picture will emerge. You know, this 
And really what that's doing, you know, it's, it's, it's slightly playing a trick on you because it's just using the grain of the silk and the flow, the turbulent, you know, uh, the turbulent flow of the, of the ink. Of course, that turbulence that's governing the patterns that the ink produces out, just simply out of its flow under gravity is exactly the same turbulence that produces the world, that produces you, that produces your thoughts and your feelings and your consciousness. And this beetle, and that cup, and that book, it's that, you know, and so there's, there's this, and again it's an opening, opening up to chance, opening up to, just opening up to the universe, you know, for creative purposes, even though if that purpose is too strong you will subvert, the ambition's too strong or it's too precious or it's too, too tied up with wanting to get by in the world and all the rest of it, you know. Chang Tzu throws all that out, you know. But in case you think he's, he's, he's an idle dropout, which he is a dropout, there's nobody ex 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 extols dropping out more than this guy. Not even Timothy Leary, he's even in the League of Sound League. This guy is the ultimate hippie, you know. Just, but at the same time, it's immense practicality. That's very, very important because on the one hand he's saying, fuck it all, society ain't got a clue about anything. On the other hand he says, but look at how rich life is. If we open to it, if we practice the the emptiness, the non-doing, you know, as as our meditative core, which then flows out into all manner of creativity, including relatedness, including producing images and works of art, including doing basic tasks, gardening, preparing food, all of these tasks, these basic things, carving a candlestick. This profound stuff which is very far reaching as I say it's rolled on this impetus has rolled on that now okay in, in many cases in some kind of ersatz form by now but nevertheless it's still this current is still alive so we've been talking here about engaging with the uh, the Wu Wei in practical tasks and creative tasks and things which would, would be quite uh, like pleasant mm. uh, but what about pain and suffering how do we um, uh, engage with the Wu Wei in difficult times? Yeah, it's it, it is it's the same. It's the same, and it, again, it, you know, we have to emphasise that it's very it's very tempting to say this is a completely impractical, impractical teaching. Whereas it's, and Ch Chang Tzu is at great pains to disillusion us on that score by repeatedly pointing towards these practical practical applications but the same is the same is true with, with, with meet, meeting life's experiences and it's like I say it's non-action but it's not like you don't do what's appropriate in the situation in a situation of physical pain the appropriate thing might to do might be to get yourself to the hospital and get some painkillers you know that is what the universe does you know there's pain it tries to stop it you know if it can but it is, it, 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 it is, if we take this very colloquially, it's rolling with the punches, going with the grain. That, of course, is what uh, 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 you, have to, you have to deal with life's joys and sufferings. But notice that the application of the method, which is another thing about Chang Tzu, it's very important, which he emphasises a lot more than, than Lao Tzu, who's a, bit, who's a bit grumpy and laconic. Chang Tzu is, is, more, is more upbeat and he... he he talks about the, uh, for instance, he talks about the, 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 the cook or the, the butcher, um, how when he's finished, he, he, he stands still, as he says, I withdraw the blade, I stand still, and let the joy of the work sink in. I clean the blade and put it away. There's, there's the little bit, there's your bit of dopamine. There's, if there's a goal, there it is, you know. And of course, obviously, it, we, 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 we abandon goal with the, these, these practices. But nevertheless, there is one, but it doesn't need us to worry it. The goal is the butcher docks so that the kitchen can, can do its tasks and prepare the banquet for the prince's banquet that night. There's, there is a goal, there's a clear practical kind of goal, but, it's, but the, the cook doesn't need to worry it, nurture it, uh, feed it, clothe it, polish it or anything. It's there in its own right. He doesn't. So 
he, he abandons it because it's superfluous because the task in hand is the dance of dismembering the ox yeah the rhythmic dance moment to moment of dismembering the ox or painting the picture or whatever it's a kind of important point the joy he emphasizes it again and again and again and obviously rolling with the punches of life you know it has its it has its dark times it has its sorrow it has its tears it has its laughter it has its joy but but right at the at the core of Wu Wei is 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 a bubble of joy, you know, a current of joy, a buzz and electricity of, of joy, because it releases the electricity of life. You might say the energy of life. And as I'm saying, striving and being too future orientated. It's not to say we can't make plans, but you can be too in tasks like this, too eager to get to the to the finished product that, it, that that by fracturing consciousness subverts the whole process and, and frust frustration in, ensues even that of course is part of the day and you can learn from it she come back again and again and again see Wu Wei will, 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 will teach you that that you know you don't okay it is what it is uh, let's have another go and I suppose with the going back to the, the pain and suffering uh, Wu Wei is very good at helping the pain and suffering in difficult situations not to arise in the first place. As he said, he goes on about the knife, um, how uh, because he's uh, engaging with the Wu Wei as he's working, he's not hacking and destroying the knife, so it'd be a right pain to have to go and buy a knife and go and find yeah. the right knife or the right axe or whatever it is that you yeah. use all the time. Yeah. But he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to go through that hassle, have that extra stuff, go and yeah. have an argument with somebody in the yeah. shop about the price or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, doesn't, he doesn't need to kind of do that because he's working with the Wu Wei and the, and the knife just remains sharp. So I suppose mm -hmm. that's, uh, it would it invites less hassle into your life. Mm. Well, it's, in a it's, a, it's a simplifying yeah. process, isn't it? Yeah, and to stop and step back. So if things are difficult, um, instead of like like rushing in with the uh, the anxiety and hacking away at the problem, uh, you can you can stop and wait and wait wait for the right moment to uh, that 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 you would just well maybe that no right moment would come but that would be okay but the right moment to sort of move in a certain direction or explore a certain avenue. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, well, I just uh, I just recommend it. Basically, you know, but 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 at the same, you know, being very careful, I would say, with it, it does require a certain care in the application, not not to get carried away with the idea that you can curl up in a ball and and dribble until you die. You know, it's not that that isn't that that it's actually very very creative. So it's a little bit of a subtle thing to to sort of grasp, though I don't think difficult. I don't think it's difficult. It's it's just settling down into into whatever it is that you you happen to be engaged with at the time. You know, get into it. This is the old hippie thing. Into it. The cook is into it. This is what the hippies meant. Where are you into it? Oh, I'm really into. I'm really into um, painting frogs and toads. You know, I've got so far into it, man. You know, the hippies talk. It's, it's, it's all about that. You, that's how it works. You settle in, into it. Let's discuss using the Wu Wei in uh, decision making in life. Mm. Where you have to uh, make decisions which could uh, be tremendously important, could either lead to uh, uh, ruin or a happy life, maybe. Mm. So it's something that would uh, require quite a bit of gathering information and data and analysing all these mm. different things and looking at the pros and cons and sort of pouring over things. So if you were going to sort of bring Wu Wei into the, into, into the decision-making process, would you have any ideas about that? It's very much a, a mental yeah. exercise rather than 
sort of yeah. physically sort of doing yeah. something like the the ox thing. Yeah. Now you might you might you might think that tasks like that are just completely antithetical to uh, Wu Wei or non doing. And I don't think it's the case. I think it can be applied anywhere to anything. Even to something that seems sort of like bureaucratic and and picky, you know, I don't know, or perhaps like working out a mathematical proof or something like that. Um, or doing some political organising. All of these things will, will, will proceed in a much more fluid manner as per the dismemberment of the ox. If, if one is relaxed in the process, open in the process to the, the grain of things, the grain of whatever it is you're working with, rolling with the punches of whatever situations are, are arising. Um, and, and of course, staying calm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a bit trite, you know, but the, the advice from the great book, you know, don't panic, is really, don't panic. Don't panic, and Wu Wei's telling you all this, you know, chill out and get into it. And if you panic, you're going to fuck up. If you get too too, too fixated on an imagined goal that, that may or may not be the result of what you're doing, you don't know till you get there. Will also fuck it, give you a very high chance of fucking up. Yeah. Not really understanding the, the grain of what it is that you're doing. And a bureaucratic task has a grain. It is a way in which the, the fibres of its being lie. You know, and you use that. You use it. There's a direction in which things are flowing and you use it. And that comes from observation. And observation is at its most acute when the observing apparatus, the human mind and the human senses and the human body are quiet, still, peaceful, open, spacious. Then the information that you gather is more likely, none of this is foolproof of course, but it's far more likely to be accurate. Therefore, the picture that you form of what it is that you're dealing with is going to be more accurate. So any planning that you do is going to be more likely to succeed. It's actually applicable to, to, to things as mundane and as horribly bureaucratic and non-hippie as maybe doing some political planning or something like that. I mean, it's really extolling the virtues of, of, of bringing... Uh, a profoundly meditative state of being to all human tasks and duties and amusements and uh, life as it unfolds I think I'm channeling our good friend Julia here <laughs> in the uh, the questions that yeah. I'm asking yeah. um, I imagine that she was here now hello Julia uh, she would say maybe something along the lines of now in our sort of modern world where things happen very fast mm -hmm. and sometimes demands are made upon you where you have to make a quick decision where you can't step back and go with the flow okay. um, then uh, then e engaging with the uh, way to make better decisions or better actions in life would be quite difficult and um, yeah. this is this is obviously going to a big problem maybe maybe this is why we're in such a fucking mess on the planet right now yeah. as because we're kind of rushing around we're like the, the the guy in the story there who's hacking away at the axe yeah that, that, and, that and maybe is... that person is like it just is too um is thinking about something else or is thinking about oh i've got to get this done because i've got to get out out to do this this and this afterwards or um and maybe it it, 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 it is that you know he really is like really pressed and his boss is screaming at him get it done faster faster and um maybe uh yeah or maybe the um he's just imagining that he can get it done faster by hacking away but actually yeah. causing himself a lot more problems um and i suppose in life it's uh it's not always possible to choose to have a quiet, spacious life where you can step back from problems for a moment and pause, like, like 
does their pause and a yeah. be part of the joy before he has to do the next ox you know <laughs> yeah. uh, you know if you're on some some sort of like incredibly fast like yeah. uh, uh, the factory production line you can't kind Indeed. of have that that quiet moment sort of in between and be able to go with the flow um so i suppose this is uh, if we were um, sitting in a room with, with 15 people like we used to when we were doing the talks at Parkdale, imagine questions like this, you know, how could we, you know, somebody would say, well, my life is, is frantic and busy and I have this awful boss and demands on me all the time and they're always telling me to go faster and, <laughs> and uh, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's very, very stressful. Um, you know, how, how could I uh, utilise or engage with the, the Wu way to make my life better? <laughs> I think I imagine that yeah. would be the question. Oh yeah, yeah I can I, 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 I can hear, I hear it, you know, yeah. um, very clearly, and I've been asked it many times. And modern life certainly is a, is a challenge in this respect, given just as you remarked how fast it is and how, how, the, how the speed of everything is accelerating, and now. Everything that people try to do seems to just explode into catastrophic side effects, <laughs> externalities, and so forth. And yet, certainly, certainly a challenge. Because the, the, the modern age, cross planet Earth, is one which is pretty well 180 degrees opposite to what Chang is talking about. There is no alignment with the Tao in our modern world to speak of. And I don't know, somebody like Alan Watts would say, well, that's that's why you're fucked, you know. And I mean, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a bit uh, suspicious of any any kind of panacea or any simple solution to the, the human conundrum. But I do, I do think there is an absolute dearth of, of this understanding in, in, in the modern world. And it's probably the dawning of such understanding and it's widespread adoption you might say uh, might not on its own be enough to save us but it's certainly without it I just sort of say further and further catastrophes you know and admittedly for the individual caught up up in the swirl of modern life it, uh, everything I'm saying here powers is quite a tricky tricky kind of challenge and there's a, especially due to the speed the speed of it this is a much slower age even though it was a pretty frantic age and a cruel age. This is the warring states. Later on, we'll look at some of the examples that Chang Tzu himself gives of dealing with the, the chaos. It was a chaotic political and social setup of his own day. Oh, that'd be so really it's got a quite that, useful. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, it's like the, the, that spaciousness doesn't have to be supplied by the world, it's supplied by you. It's the spaciousness inside you. The situation that you find yourself in is the situation you find yourself in. You may or may not be able to do something about it. There are people in situations that can do nothing about it, but they can still have the spaciousness, the real way inside. You know. So it's but but it's more challenging. It's obviously if the conditions are right, the chances of getting some kind of fluency with this subtle art, very, very subtle art, are much greater. She's white chance so says, well, you know, I'm fucking off up the mountain, goodbye. And you do that if you can, you, or you create some space if you can, you know. Uh, even if you've got, like, if you're caught up and you're right in the maelstrom of modern life, you can still create a little bit of space if you can, but you may not be able to. But the real place where the space is, where the Wu Wei is, is in the core of your being. It's the Tao inside you. That we're uh, that our subtle art encourages us to bring into play in our lives, in our little lives. So, if you if you have a frantic life, yeah. I mean, if if um... number one, if you can correct it on the, on that on that level and, and give yourself something that's more conducive yeah. to your well-being and feeling yeah. some joy and so forth, and and get and. You know, expressing your creativity and all these wonderful things, Absolutely. and having if time you for your relationships, do, so, yeah. do it. But yeah. if you can't, still any propagate little, little the little world. Any the little way. moment that you have, just mm. uh, maybe go for a walk. 
yeah. be outside, go yeah. under the moon, and uh, do less scrolling. Or even and, just, uh, even just, just, even just, 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 just even just have a, a moment while you're pulling the lever in the factory. Just have a moment. Let, let just the, have a moment. Just, and just, let, just a just, few breaths. Just, just a few just breaths. Just re to stop reconnect with the quiet. That's it. Yeah, reconnect with the quiet. Yeah, it's so important. And yeah. you get to the point where you have to think, oh, I can't do that. But then you go and just do it for like even just like <laughs> twenty seconds. You think, oh, I could actually. Yes, it's still there. And sometimes it's a scary thought. Think, oh, it's not there anymore. That quiet's yeah. completely gone. But it is. It's always yeah. still there. It can't actually go away. No. This is the weird thing. It could be like can completely be covered with noise, but it. But the quiet is there under the noise, and it you might to have be, to yeah. sort of wade through the noise. It could be a bit uncomfortable, like for, the, for a bit for the first few times. You know, you might not find it straight away, but you know, with kind of repetition and going back and sort of engaging with it, even if it's just for short yeah. periods. It's a subtle yeah. art that, be, that, that will, that, however, become second nature because it's not a nose to the grindstone art. Mm. You can't acquire this art by sticking your nose to the grindstone in typical industrial Western fashion, you know. M more and harder and more intense isn't going to cut it with the, the effort, you know. But finding the subtle, soft, nestling of consciousness within the great sea of being is the way to go. You know, it's it's in the peace that the way is. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But the peace is there. So it's not a nice to the groundstone like it's a subtle and becomes like the again like the cook, like Prince the Prince's cook. First three years it's as it was this big ox. Second three years, oh look there's the bit, there's the joint, there's the joint. After that, just into it. Don't even know what I'm doing. Close my eyes and do it. It reminds me a lot of when I was doing the uh, Bowen treatments. Um, because I've been doing it for a good 15 years. I mean, after after a while, I'd done, I don't know, thousands so, of treatments. So it became very, very much like cutting up the ox. It was like very woo way. I mean, almost like somebody would walk into the room and I just sort of, I could just practically see that they had a, a shoulder problem from the way that they stood or a bit mm. of a back problem from the way that they sat down or the way that they moved or the angle of their head. Then they do the case history and then we'd begin the treatment. And and it's like, I, 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 would, I barely needed to think about it. It was just so instinctive. Oh, I need to correct this little imbalance in the right knee and then coming up to the left shoulder and then a little bit of work on the neck. And it was so... It was like a very peaceful and relaxing thing for me to do because it was, it was just really going with the flow, and uh, and it seemed to work as the uh, you know my treatments are generally very successful. But most Bowen Bowen practitioners, because of the way that it's performed, can actually treat two people at once, and I tried that for a while, and um, actually found that stressful found it stressful. I felt like I was brushing and I couldn't get the timing completely right because the, the two clients needed different kinds of timing and I decided not to do it that way even though we were we were taught that's that's the way you do it because yeah I it, it was just it was just stressful and I and it just destroyed my flow mm. and even though I mean I was very lucky because I could choose to do it that way and obviously I learned a lot earned a lot less money <laughs> through just doing mm. one person at a time but the experience for me and I do believe for the client was just so much better I mean I still did good treatments when I was doing two people at once but uh, yeah I just felt like I was rushing and I hate rushing mm. and just makes me just it just jams up my energy and yeah. just makes me feel crap so um, yeah, rushing. I, I decided to go for a slower <laughs> pace of life and less money but the interesting thing is that um, I noticed that if you're rushing and you're doing loads and you're earning loads of money because you feel like crap, you need to spend money on making yourself feel better. So you think, oh, I work really hard. I deserve this new this or this new that or going on this holiday. And like you look at your finances at the end of the year and you don't have any more money than you would have done <laughs> if you'd worked slower and just felt much better like all the time without needing all these treats for yourself <laughs> and that clinched it for me i thought no nah, this is stupid isn't it i'm just going to i'm just going to feel yeah. better like all the time and earn less money and then i won't need all these yeah. these these things these expensive things and mm. days out and buy things for myself as treats to you know 
de- mm. to help me deal mm. with the stress of, of the job. Yeah. Well, if I don't have the stress of the job, I won't need these things. Yeah. So I could uh, I could um, just work at a much slower pl- pace. Yes, very very logical. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> very very dow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's a tricky one, and I, I hope that we've we've uh, gone through different scenarios enough to answer any questions that uh, you might be having about how to engage with it. I mean, I know that um, uh, relationships and dealing with people is always a question that comes up. Yeah, it um, is. And it is. again, you know, if you've got someone shouting in your face, or they're kind of really. Mm. Oh, they're you know sort of emotionally unpredictable, and there's all sorts mm. of stuff coming out, and and it's 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 pretty hard to it's like the, yeah. you, you <laughs> pretty hard to engage with the Wu Wei at that stage because you yeah. you just like um, I don't know yeah. frightened actually I mean in a it situation be, yeah. where you are uh, you know feeling intense emotions like fear and um, yeah. uh, uh, you know not knowing if you're uh, safe in that even in that situation yeah. and you really don't know how to respond because you the situation's so unpredictable you don't know you don't know what to do for the best in that particular moment um any any thoughts about that situation and the way away well one of its chief uh, uses uses in inverted commas is in self-defense Mm. And, uh, and as, as you recall, you know, Lao Tzu, who also talks about this, is, is, is always talking about strategy, you know, military strategy, applying worldwide to military strategy, or applying worldwide to, you know, the, the angry person that you've just phenomenologically described, you know, you described the phenomenology of being faced with somebody who's, who's angry or violent or irrational or psychotic or whatever it might be. And Wu Wei is precisely where you, you need to be there. You, you, you panic, you're going to get your neck snapped <laughs> or your eyes blackened, you know. And it is, again, it's about having the spontaneous response. So like you said, well, what happens if you have to make a quick decision? You know, if you're, if you're very, very open and, and in, in full contact with your inner wisdom, your doubt, whatever, the, 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 the answer or the action required comes before the thought of the action. You'll find, you know, and again, by cultivating that openness, even that cultivates the wrong word here, but just repeatedly, repeatedly uh, encountering and engaging with the, 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 the openness and the spaciousness and the, the, the non-doing inside, the more likely it is that thou spontaneous uh, decisions, uh, spontaneous actions. You know where you you, par- you parry the punch, or you step out the way of the guy charging at you just in time at the last minute. Just step out the way. That 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 those those reactions are more likely to be very effective and, and to have integrity, you might say. You know, but they they happen faster than thought. Those kind of things. And the dough is very, very, very reliable in this respect. Uh, how can it not be? It's the dough, you know. So it's it. There isn't there isn't anywhere where this 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 can't be applied. Even though applied again is slightly the wrong word. Where 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 this cannot be brought to bear on the situations of human life. Always. Everything is grist to the mill for this, which is its beauty. You don't need the special ceremonial. Yeah. You don't need the special robe and the special... He's a guy who's a little bit sniffy about temples and things like that, you know, a bit like some of the Zen masters, you know. They kind of burn the Buddha statues to warm their hands on a cold night, you know. So they fuck all this religion, you know, it stinks. You know what I mean? It's like he's not, you're not going to stand on that kind of ceremony because where is the great Tao not... Is what he would say. Where is it not? <laughs> this is what he would say. You know. So, would you say this relates to uh, Latsu saying, uh, "He who contends not." Yeah, no man can contend with. No man can contend with. Yeah, yeah. It's like if 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 you have a fight, don't don't fight back. Which doesn't literally mean don't fight back. It means 
it means defend yourself intelligently, you know. Do you remember, like, non-action doesn't mean supine stupor. It means being able to, to act very, very intelligently, very precisely, very sharply, very creatively. To become intensely creative. A lot of people, if they encounter this and, and, and do become acclimatised to it, they become very creative. Even people not that creative prior to what I'm talking about here. You know, so... Don't contend, it's like contend, because the, the contention would be the goal of winning. Yeah. So it's not, that's not in the picture. If that's in the picture, there's inhibition, and your parry will be too light, and the punch will connect. You know, it's, it's, it's about, that, that spontaneous, spontaneity has to be, you, you do come to trust it, like the guy comes to trust his cleaver, the cook comes to trust his cleaver and his own skill. He has so much trust in it he doesn't need to think about it. He can close his eyes and dismember the ox. The ox just falls up. The ox looks at the cleaver and says, I see I'm falling apart. You know, it's like, becomes that easy. That fluent, you know. And it, 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 the fluency comes because there's no inhibition. There's no distrust. There's no little atom of distrust in the, te the technique. But, you know, that comes about when when one has encountered the great Dao. <laughs> yeah. So, and it all sounds very, very, very jolly nice and jolly utopian and a little bit magical thinking. But I assure you, it's there's no exaggeration going on here. In fact, one is underplaying. You know, as of course, as good devists we have to. <laughs> Okay, folks, I think that's it. That's probably everything uh, we, we want to say about that. For now. <laughs> yeah, for now. It's it's an endless topic, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you for being here with us on this, this rainy, drizzly day here in Wales. And I hope you're all well, and we'll speak to you again soon. <laughs>